What's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is the 18th of June, and uh, I'm excited to say that this is the review for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I'll try to keep it spoiler-free as much as possible. If I get into spoilers, I'll definitely give a warning before I speak of any spoilers, and um, yeah, I mean, so there's no worries if you're a new listener or if you just want to hear about the game or see how it is. Um, I'm going to be talking about it uh, at length and... I don't want anybody to get like worried that they're going to be spoiled or anything. Uh, first off, I want to say that I am going back on what I said. I'm pulling the reverse card. I'm not going to do two days a week. I, th- I might have been like planning out loud yesterday, and I, I think uh, I think my current setup right now is kind of like part of the reason too, because I'm <laughs> I'm on these boxes and like it's not really convenient to make a pod. Or have people over to make a pod. So um, I'm getting a desk tomorrow though. So it's all good. Um, I think I'm going to stick to the daily stuff. I'm going to keep going. At least until episode 100. Which should be end on a Friday perfectly. Um, and we'll probably reevaluate by then. But um, I'm going to go hard on this fucking podcast. You know. I'm just going to keep on going. Uh, my friends brought up some good points. And I think it's I think it's worth keep going. Worth to keep going. I can, I can just try other things in some of these episodes and not necessarily stick to news only. So, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it going. So daily episodes are still happening. Uh, there will be an episode Monday. I'll make it over the weekend. Um, there should be a bio mutant review at some point next weekend when everybody's schedules line up. And, uh, yeah. Um, let me start off with a couple of things. We just passed 882 total listens. So thank you again for all of that. Um, we're trucking to a thousand. We're almost there. So let's keep going. I do not know how many subs we have right now or how many uh, <laughs> total like listeners as a whole. But uh, whoever's out there, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for putting up with me for you know each day, whether it be a short episode or a long episode. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna expand. We're gonna keep this thing going, and I'm gonna push to get out bigger and better content as we go. So I think, uh, I think yesterday with the plan to shorten it to two days a week was not a bad idea, but I think, uh, I don't think I'm mentally ready to stop doing it. So I'm definitely gonna, or, you know, stop doing the daily, not the whole thing, but, uh, yeah, uh, either way, I'm going to keep going. So thank you guys for all new listeners. Uh, let's see. Um, what have I been playing lately? Um, I, I've realized that not every episode I talk about it. So today I want to talk about a couple things I've been playing. Of course, I played Ratchet and Clank. I uh, beat it. This is obviously I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, another game I've been playing is uh, Chivalry 2, which I think if you've ever played the Chivalry, the first Chivalry game, um, you kind of get the gist of what the game's about. But uh, one thing of note is that I've been playing on PS5, the PS5 version of Chivalry 2, and it is beautiful. Like, I don't know. If I, I'm assuming it's ray trace because the, the armor looks like super reflective, very shiny. Um, the lighting looks real. The levels look real. Obviously, the gameplay is wonky and stuff, but like, it looks good. Like, to be honest, almost I'd say it's almost on par with like Demon Souls or... Um, ratchet like in terms of how how graphically impressive it is especially coming from a smaller publisher like or developer i mean um pumping out something like that just like for 40 bucks is 
pretty great. And the gameplay's fun. I can see it like getting semi-repetitive, but I think as long as you have people to play with, it really can't get repetitive as long as you're doing fun stuff with them. So like um, earlier, me and Steve, shout out to Steve, uh, we were running the crossbows on people, you know, doing, doing, setting a new world order in some people's worlds. And uh, yeah, that's that was fun. We were running that shit. Um, I think we lost every match, but we were still running it. You can run and lose. That's all good. Um, but yeah, uh, that game's dope, and I, I really appreciate it. And I think people should try it out. I think you should try it out if you have just forty dollars and nothing to play right now. It's pretty fun. I'll look up some gameplay first if, you're, if it's not your style. If you're not into the combat um, style games or competitive stuff, um, I would argue that it's partly not even really that competitive it's kind of just run out and dick around so um but that's been fun i've been playing that uh i've been trying to get through this fucking biomutant platinum and uh all my friends got it groups got it jake's got it jim's got it uh i am getting i stopped to play ratchet and clank and it's no knock against the developers of Biomutant, but I think that after playing something that polished, it's like, you know, it's kind of hard to go back to a game like Biomutant where there's some clunkiness. Um, there's a lot, the trophies are very farmy, um, the collect-a-thon stuff, and it's not easy to get around. There's load times and all this stuff. Like, it's not really convenient. So, <clears throat> all that being said, I'm teetering on giving up on it. Uh, I'm typically like all four platinums, obviously. I'm I'm very fond of platinums. If you listen to this podcast, I uh, currently am at 134 platinums, and I think uh, I think I can live without Biomutant being on there. Um, it's also one of those things I can kind of just like run into whenever if if there's another lull, which it seems like there's going to be a slight lull for a little bit. Um, I should be able to get to it eventually. I just I'm I'm at the point where I'm not having fun doing it, so we'll see. And uh, earlier I was about to watch Dave, but then Apple TV's got some bug where Hulu doesn't work anymore because of the new update or something. So we'll see on that. And what else? Yeah, anyways, it's all good. Um, I'll get back to that at some point. We will see. Chivalry 2, Biomutant. All right, let's just go straight into the... Um, hopefully you guys have been playing stuff. There's currently an indie, indie game sale. There's a, uh, 60 and 70% off sale just on like regular games and a lot of good games to choose from in there. Like a lot of bangers from the past year or two. So, um, if, if you need something to play, there should be no shortage of great games to get into. I recommend telltale games if you're into slower experiences, um, or, what else? Uh, CTR is fun. If you're looking for something classic, Spyro is typically on sale. Tekken is $10 right now. Like um, World War Z is $8. There's a bunch of stuff. And I'm just coming off, off of this with this off the top of my head. So um, there's a lot of experiences, co-op experiences. Um, just go check it out. There's tons of stuff on sale right now. I'm sure on Xbox 2 uh, after this post E3 world. And uh, yeah, go check that out. Uh, let's get into this review. Uh, like I said, I'm going to start off with a spoiler-free experience. I'm not going to try to dive into any spoilers. Um, overall, I want to start off by saying that my overall impressions of the game are very positive. I think that the game 
does what it needs to do. I think it, I think it does exactly what it should do. And it, what that is, is um, entertain, but not be too challenging. Entertain, but not be too cheesy. Um, entertain, but not be too repetitive. And um, I think what changes all that up is the guns, the scale of guns in this game. There's um, a radial wheel that holds, I want to say about eight on one wheel. And you f- you have like two, two and a half wheels full of weapons. So what is that? 24, you know, 20-ish. Um, but I think all in all, the game does a great job at like varying the gameplay where certain guns work better against certain enemies. Like there's enemies with shields, so you need to use a ricochet um, weapon, which is a gun that shoots a bullet. And then as you hit the trigger after, it'll start spiking down bullets from the sky. So um, there's that. And then you have things like, like I leaned very heavy whenever there's a lot of, uh, of enemies and I had to do crowd control, I would do the pixelator or the um, enforcer, which are both like shotgun style guns. And they worked very effectively against those. They also had like a sniper. There's all kinds of guns in it. And um, I think that's what they do good at varying the gameplay and making it... Um, not so repetitive. Um, the guns are definitely the center of the game in terms of gameplay. They have a couple of different mechanics like uh, the glitch puzzles, which there is a couple of like hack nodes that you have to do where it's infected with some virus. And you have to send in this little robot named Glitch, which Glitch himself was, or herself, whatever it is, is it's okay. Like I, I played the first two. And then by the third one, it wanted me to do like double the amount of viruses in the first one. And it wanted to um, do these extra mechanics and stuff. One great thing about Insomniac is that they implement a thing where you can skip these puzzles. And they did it in Spider-Man as well. Where um, if you didn't like the puzzles and or they were too hard or whatever, you could just skip them and not be penalized for the, the trophies or the story or anything. You don't lose anything for skipping them. So uh, I skipped a lot of these on on this game, to be honest. The first two were good. I enjoyed it, but I, I, I hit a point where I was like, I enjoy this, but I don't want to be doing this right now. I want to be Ratchet or Rivet and going back out and, you know, taking down monsters and, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, the gameplay, the overall gameplay was great. I thought... Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what else. Oh, yeah, they had, like, these little clank puzzles where you had to um basically get this like infinite loop of himself which is just a bunch of clanks walking and you just basically had to get it to the end of the puzzle with obviously there's like a bunch of hindrances in there i also didn't care for those i thought those were okay but i think it broke up the gameplay a little too much um both of these were very similar um the glitch and the clank puzzles to the mary jane and miles um, experience in Spider-Man 1, if you've ever played that, which is by the same creators, Insomniac. Uh, yeah, th- they were meant to break up the the gameplay to kind of give you something different to do, though I think it kind of failed because I just kept finding myself like, all right, I, I feel like I'm not playing the game anymore, you know? It's like playing Call of Duty, and then halfway through the story, they're like, hey, finish this Sudoku puzzle. And you're like, what? Or like, they'll be like, here, do a crossword puzzle or, you know, whatever. It's just like, do a nonogram puzzle. 
It's, yeah, who, who cares about this stuff right now? I just want to play Call of Duty. And that's how I was in this game. I was just like, I just want to shoot stuff. I don't really, I don't really care about this. Um, but yeah. Overall, though, the gameplay was good. I thought the gameplay uh, kept me engaged enough to where I wasn't getting bored. I think uh, some of the story elements are what made it a little bit dry to me. There were, there, I don't think it was as fleshed out as I'd want it to be. Um, the story revolves around, um, obviously, Clank goes missing, and then you find out it's in Rivet's dimension, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's like a dimension weapon that could ultimately destroy all the dimensions and Dr. Nefarious is behind it, of course, and these aren't spoilers, this is just like the setup of the story, and that leads on to more complex things in the story. Um, there is a spoiler I do want to talk about later, but I'll wait just because I want to touch on the whole review first. Um, the story was good. I think the story was great. I think it. I think its introduction of Rivet and her world and uh, the character Kit, which is like the Clank counterpart, um, I think it was very interesting and they actually gave her a nice backstory with, um, a pretty deep emotional tie to other characters and stories in her world. So I think that whole implementation was actually done very well. I think the, um, her design is great. I, I love how she's like missing an arm and, uh, it, that's one of my drawbacks of the game is where like, I didn't like how. Anyways, I'll get to the drawbacks in a minute. But yeah, I loved I loved how she looked different from Ratchet, but similar. Obviously, they're both Lombaxes. But I'm glad she looked different enough, and her voice actor was great. I think the whole performance was very well done, and um, I could see like a whole game based on Rivet alone, or with Kit, you know. And uh, yeah, that that was dope. Um, Let's see the story, and and that's all I really have to say about story without spoiling anything. I think it did a good job. I think it did what it needed to do. Um, it made it diverse enough to where it didn't feel like a rehash of like the the movies or the older games. Like it just felt like it was a fresh new idea involving multiverse, involving uh, different dimensions, and all this. I think it served its purpose. Um, let's go back to the characters for the characters. I think rivet was fantastic as I just mentioned and, um, ratchet, obviously ratchet and clank are pretty good. They're the main, um, protagonists of the story. And I think, you know, um, I think it was, I think it did a good job at building how they are, you know, it's, it's years after the third, I think it's the third game, third or fourth. I think it's into the nexus or something like that. Um, yeah, this is like three, this, this is a couple years after that. So they're heroes still there and they're being celebrated at this parade at the beginning of the game, but, um, they're long out of work. So they've been, um, basically left to bask in the glory of winning all these years and nothing to do now. So they were just bored and there was like nothing happening. And then this event unfolded, a dimension opened and all, you know, all this stuff happened during the parade. Um, and I think Ratchet's voice acting and Clank's voice acting. I love Clank's voice. Uh, I think Clank is a little bit more interesting than Ratchet. And I think uh, ultimately they both, like Rivet, serve the story very, very well. Like um, I actually did care about like what was going on with Clank. Um, I kind of felt bad for Ratchet. Like I feel like they didn't really dive deep into his story or anything. But I think um, ultimately, <clears throat> ultimately he... Um, 
it kind of just showed that he's a hero. He's already established. He doesn't really need to prove anything. And uh, all he cares about is Clank, and he cares about saving the universe. So, like, he's, like, the ultimate hero. And, uh, you know, I feel like every other character is dealing with their flaws. Like, Clank has an arm missing. Rivet has an arm missing that she has now a robot arm. Uh, Kit has her own backstory, which I'm not going to spoil. Um, it seems like everybody's dealing with something but Ratchet outside of missing Clank. So I think he's the most established character, but um, definitely doesn't have a lot of progressive nature in their in his story in the whole game. So uh, all in all, he's a great character, but I think he was definitely, in a way, the, a side character in this game. You play as him a lot, but he's like narratively, he's a side character. Um, but I loved Clank. Um, Kit, on the other hand, Kit was Kit has a very tight story with um, another character, and um, her story was great. I loved I loved how I was wondering if they were going to do a direct correlation of like a robot with Clank, since they did it with Rivet and Ratchet. Um, they didn't, which um, I mean they kind of did similar to where they both put them on their backs. But she has her own story. She's um, she's based. She's got like a lot. She's got different abilities totally than than Clank, which I thought was dope. And she also um, spends a lot of time. They they both spend a lot of time with the other Lombax. So like Kit is stuck with uh, Ratchet for a lot of the game, and Rivet stuck with Clank a lot of the game. And um, you can definitely see some like cross pollination where they're both like Rivet and Clank kind of make a good team. Ratchet and Kit kind of make a good team. Like I mean, and they all work together well. And it's kind of makes you wonder like. I would like I, I think a game with Rivet and Clank would be great. Like you know, if it was just them, or if you did like a little Miles Morales style story on the side, and just made it about Rivet and Kit, or you know, just make a side story or something. That'd be dope. I would take a I would take a Rivet and Kit uh, game any day. Like if they did a Miles Morales style thing like that, just a short experience. Um, I think that'd be dope. I think that'd be totally great. And uh, back to the back to the story and the gameplay a little bit. All in all, together, um, the whole story wasn't that long. I platinumed it, and that's platinum. Completed every trophy, not everything. The game doesn't require you to collect everything, but uh, it does require you to do certain amount of things, like get X amount of um, kills with a weapon or um, collect X amount of a collectible. Not all of them. Uh, there is one that is collect all of them, which is the craggy bears, but. Anyways, uh, overall, one of my drawbacks of the game is the length. Uh, I platinumed it fully in, I want to say it was like 12 hours, 11 hours, which doesn't, I mean, it's all relative. I felt like it's different when you're playing a game like this where the action is constant and you're, it's a fast moving game and you're constantly getting either a cutscene or you're running through multiple enemies. Like it's, it's a, a never ending action game. So for that 12 hours, you're just like, it's a nonstop roller coaster ride. Whereas like you can play a 40 hour game, like, uh, or a 30, you know, whatever, 20, whatever, however long it takes you for demon souls. And, um, that could be like more drawn out. You could be taking your time. You could die a lot. Like this game is very straightforward and you go and you don't stop until the end. Like it's a very constant drive to the end. Um, so the, the length didn't bother me too much. Um, uh, the drawback of the length is that it makes me question like what's worth seventy dollars 
you know? <clears throat> and I don't want to be that guy. I, I think I got my money's worth, but uh, it, it raised an eyebrow at least where I'm like, um, was this a $70 game? Uh, I think I think where it picks up in is that it's nonstop action-packed, and um, my next total entire point, which I wanted to talk about, was graphics. And I think for $70, the, gra- the amount of graphic work they did in this, the amount of details in these cities, the amount of... Um, like the ray tracing performance mode is outstanding, which is a, a thing they added to Miles Morales, you know, later after post launch or whatever. Um, they knocked it out of the park graphically. Like the, it, it looks beautiful. It looks like, <clears throat> looks like a, looks like a next gen game. And it, it is, it is a next gen game and it looks like it. Um, it's so detailed that I was able to, with ray tracing on, I was able to pause the game, go into photo mode, zoom in on one of the very, very tiny nuts and bolts that are like flying towards the character whenever you're you're breaking a box or killing somebody. Uh, I had it stop right in front of Rivet's face. I zoomed in on it. It's a very, very tiny piece of like, I think it was a, a bolt or something. And you could see her reflection in it. Like that, that blew my mind. I was like, this thing is fucking doing everything right now. Um, once I saw that, I was like, shit, this ray tracing stuff is nuts. Uh, and I think graphically it does um, an outstanding job. The The PS5 doesn't even fret pushing all that fucking weight, um, which is dope. And I think uh, I think it's impressive. I think it's a sight to see of like where, where PlayStation is going to go in the future. I'm wondering um, when the next game is that's coming out that's going to be exclusive to PS5. I know a lot of people made a lot of hoopla about God of War being on PS4 and Horizon being on PS4, um, and that's fine. But like Returnal looked great, which was the last um, exclusive only game, and uh, this one looks fantastic. And just like Demon Souls, like those three games, they they do stuff graphically that these other games just don't. And and some of these games are cross plat to or cross gen rather to PS4, so that part of me can understand how like people are worried about these bigger games coming to PS4 as well. Um, I think all in all, in the end, it's not going to matter. Hashtag Lincoln park. And I think it's going to be, I think it's, I think it's all going to be down to like how they develop the games because I feel like they can definitely make a PS4 game that runs staggeringly well on PS5. I think they can make a PS5 game that can somehow work on a PS4 and run staggeringly well. So it's all about drawing back um, the vision. And I think as long as like the gameplay we saw of Horizon, if it comes out like that and that's on PS4 too, who the fuck cares? You know, it looks like a, a next gen game. It looks like it plays like a next gen game. It should be 60 frames like they announced. Um, it's doing a lot and I don't see the issue with it. But um, anyways, back to Ratchet and Clank, I think graphically for the price of $70, which uh, again, we don't, I don't, personally like to rate i don't i don't really care at this point if my guests or my co-hosts want to rate games but uh as the creator of this podcast i'd like to kind of keep it to a recommendation basis simply because i don't want to be stuck in the me giving every game a nine or a ten because I, I really would i think every game is a piece of art in their own way and i think um there's something to appreciate in each game and it's kind of hard to like and there obviously there's a lot of people who work on these games so it's kind of hard to just say like this game fucking sucks. Like just like flat out objectively. I know we joke sometimes on here, but like 
It's it's kind of hard to like. I don't know. I feel weird about doing that, and I'd rather just go. Should you play this game or should you not? Should you wait for a sale? Similar to like how some other channels do and some other you know YouTubers and stuff do. I, I like that method more. So because it's hey, I'm a gamer and I'm you're a gamer listening. I'd like to just like recommend this or don't recommend this. That's my personal opinion. And if you want to go try it out, you can. It's a recommendation, and it's not, it's not, or it's a non-recommendation, or it's a wait for sale. Um, as of now, I think Ratchet and Clank is a 100% a buy, a recommendation, a high recommendation. I think um, the amount of gameplay wasn't long that I got out of it, but it was definitely quality. It was crisp quality, and. Um, you can you can spend more than just like 10 hours in this game easy um they have a challenge mode after you beat the game that i think is interesting they have like omega versions of all the weapons in that mode and you can do more than that you can go for the platinum platinum like i did um and yeah there's it's just doing a lot and i think for the price range it's it's knocking out of the park and um yeah congrats to insomniac for that one that one's fucking phenomenal i love the game i think um if you own a PS5, you should definitely go tr- at least try it. Um, I know seventy dollars is pretty steep, but um, even if you wait for a sale, that's uh, there's no rush to play this game. Um, I wouldn't recommend that it's like a go play this now, but I, I think it's definitely if you have a PS5, it's kind of silly not to get this game. It's a uh, it's made for everybody. It's a fun shooting game that's like relaxed. There's accessibility options galore in it. So if you have any disabilities, you can play it. Um, it has difficulty settings. So if you just want to play a chill game and do everything, they, they don't put any restrictions on your ability to play the game, which is something Insomniac knocks out of the park every time with Spider-Man and, um, you know, Sunset Overdrive and stuff like that. Like I think they, they're very open about making it not about the challenge or difficult difficulty of getting like the platinum or a thousand gamer score or whatever if you're looking at sunset overdrive or new games um i think it's like they're very welcoming and that's what i love about insomniac the most is that they make a product that is um transcendent through different abilities and um or just you know likenesses like everybody not everybody may like a shooter or anything like that but it's it's pretty much a disney movie if you look at it as a whole and uh it's kind of hard not to grasp it like it's it's very straightforward the story is not too complicated um the gameplay like i said can be tuned to your liking and uh i think that's a, a stark accomplishment for anybody who wants a game like that like I, I think insomniac knocked it out of the park and uh yeah go go get it if you if you own a ps5 definitely re- definitely recommend it um, and that has been the Ratchet and Clank review, my boys and my girls. Uh, today is Friday, so there's nothing out yet, but next week is Scarlet Nexus, baby. Scarlet Nexus, uh, Mario Golf, and uh, there's a ton of games out. I think my next episode will probably be either the Biomutant review, review or it'll be um, me go, going over all the games coming out soon because I have a long list on my phone of just, like, everything coming soon, and it is... It looks expensive, <laughs> to say to say the least. Um, but yeah, that has been Friday's episode. Uh, I will have an episode Monday. I'm going to keep on doing it daily as long as you guys like it. Um, if you guys don't like it, just leave me a message, um, anything like that, on my 
uh, email the game, the X button channel at gmail.com. You can do uh, Maddox Mystic on Twitter, mystic.maddox on Instagram. And uh, yeah, feel free to talk to me. I'm, I'm a human being. You're a human being. I'm, I'm totally open to any criticisms or any things you like about the pod. That always, that always helps me <laughs> and definitely makes me want to keep going and doing this. And um, if you're new here, leave an Apple podcast review. That helps a ton. And um, I'd prefer hopefully five stars. Um, even if you didn't like it, just five stars and you can just leave, you can blast me in the comments um, that's all I ask. Or just don't leave a review at all. I'm not, I'm not going to beg for it. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. That's been Ratchet and Clank. Go get it. Um, and I will see you next time. Bye guys.